0: Hi, welcome everybody to another episode of the Understory podcast. Understory is a global community of entrepreneurs and startups that are focused on sustainability and climate technology innovations. And today we are really excited to have Hazel Horvath to join us. Hazel is the CEO and founder of Ecolytics. Hazel, welcome to the Understory Podcast. We're very excited to have you here. And tell us a little bit more about your background before we dive into Ecolitics. Yeah,
1: of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I can definitely tell you a little bit about my background in that I have a really broad experience within the environmental field. Um, I started out uh, in nonprofits, uh, got my degree from Duke in environmental policy, Um, And the environmental field has taken me around the globe to uh, Beijing and Geneva, where I was working on uh, green financing and uh, impact investments. So I've really had this broad range of experiences within the environmental field, um, including working at Greenpeace for a bit, that allowed me to explore a lot of different aspects of the trade-offs within uh, the environmental space and learning more about what that means for corporate responsibility. And that's what led into founding Ecolytics is that I saw that educational gap for companies that there was, you know, the field of ESG and sustainability is confusing and is difficult to tackle all at once, especially with small capacities on teams and really uh, teams do wanting to do the right thing, but not having that education and capacity to do the right things on sustainability.
0: So that's what Ecolytics aims to tackle. Great. And uh, before we talk a little bit more uh, about Ecolytics and its product, just given your experience, Hazel, how have you seen potentially or uh, generally speaking, the change in climate policies, um, you know, since you started because you, you do bring that international perspective and, uh, probably have seen kind of different ways of, uh, moving, uh, climate policies forward.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's a very timely question with the Senate just passing, um, some, an important bill for climate. Um, in that I guess when I really started in the field that was in the past administration that there were significant rollbacks of environmental regulations Um, and recently there was also a Supreme Court justice that kind of follows us into this next Supreme Court ruling that follows us into this next administration of limiting the EPA's power so in the U.S. specifically it's been an interesting contrast between these past two administrations and over the past uh, couple years, but then looking internationally, um, it's been interesting to see the development of different global standards and global efforts to come up with some standardization of what impact means. And that's happening on both the global scale and then also nationally of having that literacy of what a, you know, carbon disclosure or sustainability standard means and having it be rigorous, but then also be understood by the general public and be understood by companies and being able to um, achieve those sorts of standards and certifications. So while that's become a, uh, policy standard in places like Europe, the U.S. is still a little behind with those certifications being uh, written into our laws.
0: That's a really helpful perspective, uh, kind of giving us that, that view uh, between kind of where U.S. is and Europe, where, uh, as you said, it's, uh, it, it's a bit ahead um, in terms of policymaking and regulations and so forth. So tell us a little bit more about Ecolytics. Uh, Why did you start the company? What is the mission? Yeah, definitely. So with Ecolytics, like I
1: touched on a little bit at the beginning, that it's there's a bunch of different kind of drivers of why I started the company. Um, The first being that to fill that gap, that capacity gap when it comes to sustainability, because there's really this barrier that. Companies, if they want to access sustainability services, they have to hire a consultant that can cost over six figures. It's, you know, the static measurement of their company um, and doesn't track their progress along the way, you know, you have these fixed contracts. So there's already that high cost barrier to entry. And then that second issue is just that sustainability is confusing, that there are hundreds of ESG metrics and which ones should you be tracking for your company? How do you make sense of all of them? How do you start tracking them? Um, And then do you have a system to track them? All these things are questions that are left unanswered for most businesses. And then that last piece is the transparency and trust piece is that even once you make all this progress and are doing the right thing for your company on climate and on sustainability and on impact, how do you communicate that, those results so you're not greenwashing and you're not um, you know, sh- hiding uh, different categories and really communicating that well with your, your stakeholders. So Ecolytics is able to offer solutions to those three pieces and that we're able to break down the barriers of sustainability by being a software service. So automatically that's a much lower barrier to entry for cost for companies. Um, and through that, companies can integrate it into their own teams so they can actually take ownership whether, over their sustainability and impact, rather than it being this outside source. And so with our software, we can help companies break down those kind of confusing barriers in that we help companies measure and benchmark their impact as a first step. And then our platform actually helps them improve by providing these automated and unique recommendations to the company based on their data inputted. So we can get them to those results even quicker. And then that last piece, that piece that helps companies become more transparent is through We Give Companies Action Pages. So they can just link it to their uh, website, they can link it to their on their products uh, depending on, who the company wants to show this information with. And those pages allow them to give a transparent record of progress on what they're doing, what goals they've achieved, what milestones they've reached, so that they can be more transparent with their customers, which is the ultimate anecdote uh, for greenwashing.
0: So tell us a little bit more about the benchmarks uh, you talked about. You know, for a lot of these companies, in order to um, get um, their sustainability sustainability program up and running, they have to hire uh, consultants and and uh, other service providers to help them to do that. Uh, whereas here, you're able to um, use data and software to essentially make that process more efficient, and so for our audience, if you don't mind, uh, tell us a bit more about the benchmarking. Uh, cause I think that's, that's important, uh, to help organizations understand where they are today and where they need to yes, go. Yes, definitely. So
1: we start with benchmarking, the most quantifiable aspect of your business. So quantifying your carbon footprint. So we take From bills, we can actually calculate most of your footprint and that what you're spending money on, we can then take, you're spending money on an amount of something, say your energy bill, Um, you're spending money on that amount of electricity your space is using, for instance. So we can then take that bill and calculate from that amount what your footprint is. And so that happens across everything you're spending money on. Um, And then when you think about a lot of public companies are thinking about the different scopes of emissions right now. So I don't want to get too into the weeds, but the EPA defines there's three scopes of emissions. So your direct and direct and then um, d- different types of emissions. So we're able to do all of scope one and all of scope two through those bills and most of scope three, but there are a couple other data sources that uh, companies need to provide to do things like shipping or employee travel and, um, that we can then calculate the full footprint from. So taking all these sources, we can calculate footprint, but impact doesn't just mean climate footprint and that we're also able to look into things like waste and water usage, and then also looking more broadly at impact at um, different indicators that through just a simple employee survey that you're giving out to your employees, you can start tracking your things like your company's um you know wage disparities or diversity metrics you can start getting into the more social and governance piece of environmental social governance or esg
0: that's really helpful and uh tell us more then about how do clients use these reports so Um, what do you usually see as um, whether it's best practice or, or challenge uh, the customers have when they, um, you know, take the reports, take the insights, how do they implement into better ways of doing things?
1: Yeah. So that's all what the second step of our platform does in that, we give clients recommendations for, um, in four distinct categories and that we can help them with energy efficiency. So things like retrofits, um, different actions to take to reduce their energy use. So energy efficiency being one category, circular economy being the second, so to help reduce their waste. uh, And so things like purchasing more sustainable office supplies or uh, looking to do a better recycling program. Those are all things that we can help recommend. And then we also help companies achieve certifications, which is a big one in that through certifications, they can set goals. So we can help them track their progress along the way to reach these goals and certifications as milestones within their sustainability journeys. And then the last piece is helping companies offset or purchase carbon removals, and that they can make this progress along the way, and then also become net zero, which is a huge milestone that companies are interested in.
0: And uh, there's a lot of talk about kind of achieving net zero and Hazel, from your perspective and kind of what you see from customers, uh, what are some of the predominant ways that customers are thinking about achieving net zero today? Yeah, so
1: with our our philosophy is to reduce and then offset those emissions that you just can't reduce any further. And many companies, depending on size and sector, will have different approaches to this. So whether it means offsetting their complete footprint now and then taking on efficiency measures or first working to do those efficiency measures and then offsetting the remaining um, but some variation of those activities are what customers are are doing
0: to become net zero and have that badge. Got it. And um, tell us a little bit more about kind of the customer profile. Are these smaller businesses? Are these enterprises? Um, what sort of customers do you think are most ready to take on uh, the challenge and necessity of thinking about um, ESG and sustainability today and are, and are the most eager to do that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So we find that the customers that are most often coming to us are customers that already have some sort of sustainability pledge or certification in their mind. And that's been really often a B Corp certification. I don't know. I'll give some context for the listeners. Um And that B Corp certification has really become this emerging gold standard for defining impact and what metrics need to be tracked to become more impactful. It's an assessment that companies can take based on over 200 metrics um, that really range throughout the different ESG factors. So, also looking at not just looking at planet, but also looking at people. And this standard is pretty difficult to achieve for companies, especially like I mentioned, there's over 200 metrics that you have to be tracking to get the certification. So companies that want to be B Corp certified have this goal of doing good well, of doing sustainability well, but there's this gap of how do I start measuring? And what what are the steps I need to take to then actually get a high score on the assessment? So some sometimes those, you know, intentions, it's really difficult to actually reach the certification. So we're able to come in and help companies with that tracking, help them reach those improvements and give them a guide and set milestones along the way of how they can get a better score and achieve the certification.
0: That's a really good explanation uh, of, um, uh, kind of what your clients are looking for. I'm um, kind of switching gears. Uh, Hazel, I, as a founder and CEO of a company working in the sustainability mm-hmm. space and helping companies uh, to get better with sustainability, uh, what are the major challenges um, that you see from your customers?
1: Yeah, I think that challenges in the sustainability field, like I talked about, it has a lot to do with capacity and the just the confusing nature of the field as it stands right now, because I think there are many companies out there are really trying to make a difference and trying to hold themselves to a higher standard because they've seen how that's not just a public good, but also a real business, there's a real business incentive for becoming sustainable. Um, So with all that, I think since we're at this almost pivotal moment in that a lot of companies are realizing this, making those connections and seeing how it can help their business, but then getting to those actual improvements and reaching those certifications are where the real challenge comes in for companies.
0: Got it. Thank you for that perspective. And then last question, how do companies uh, find Ecolytics if they want to see a demo or understand a bit more about your offerings? Yes, absolutely. Uh,
1: you can find us on all social platforms, Ecolytics.io, and then our website is also www.ecolitics.io. You can request a demo directly from the site um, and we're, uh, actually are open for new beta testers too so if companies are interested in that or feel free to contact me as well
0: excellent hazel thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the understory podcast and uh, we look forward to more exciting announcements from Ecolytics. and thank you for all your work uh, in the sustainability space
1: thank you so much for having me this is great